With continual development in technology, hackers and cyber criminals are getting better and better at installing viruses and hacking your electronic devices. We've all had antivirus software, but your run-of-the-mill software just isn't good enough anymore. With Surfshark Antivirus, not only will you have antivirus scans and real-time virus protection, but you'll also have access to a VPN. You'll be protected from targeted ads and tracking. You'll be notified if your data gets leaked by data brokers. And most importantly, it's incredibly easy to set up and use. If you feel like your online protection should be better, use the link in the description and episode notes to get 76% off Surfshark Antivirus today and feel safe every day on your devices. We've all gone to websites only to be presented with a pop-up asking if we'll accept the cookies. Well, did you know that by accepting those cookies, you're allowing that website to collect data on you? These websites will then sell your information to data brokers, who will then create a digital profile of you, which can be used by banks, advertisers, and scammers against you. Well, thanks to Incogni, you no longer need to worry about your data being stolen and sold. Incogni is a tool that will remove your data from these companies for you. All you need to do is sign up, allow Incogni to work for you, and they will contact data brokers on your behalf and guarantee that your digital ID is removed from the internet. Use the link in the description and episode notes and get Incogni today for $6.49 per month on a year plan and protect your data and digital ID. Hello, and welcome to The Essential Reads. My name is Isaac, and my goal is to bring to you a bunch of classic audiobooks in an easy and accessible way. We're continuing today with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kesey, and uh, let's just dive right in. Trigger warning. This book was written in the 1950s and contains views and words that were used in that time period. I do not agree with these words and views and would never use them in my daily life. I shall be ducking the audio to bleep any offensive language so that this book can be uploaded to its appropriate platforms, but apart from that, the book will stay as it was intended to be read. If you find this sort of language disturbing or triggering, then please listen to another audiobook. Thank you for your understanding, Isaac. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kesey Part 1 13 A Visiting Doctor covered with grey cobwebs on his yellow skull, is addressing a resident boy in the staff room. I come sweeping past him. Oh, and what's this here? He gives me a look, like I'm some kind of bug. One of the residents points at his ears, signals that I'm deaf, and the visiting doctor goes on. I push my broom up, face to face, with a big picture public relation brought in one time when it was fogged up so thick I didn't see him. The picture is a guy fly-fishing somewhere in the mountains. Looks like the Achacos, near Painville, snow on the peaks showing over the pines, long white aspen trunks lining the stream, sheep sorrel growing in sour green patches. The guy is flicking his fly in a pool behind a rock. It's no place for a fly. It's a place for a single egg on a number six hook. He'd do better to drift the fly over those little riffles downstream. There's a path running down through the aspen, and I push my broom up the path a ways and sit on a rock, and look back out through the frame at that visiting doctor talking with the residents. I can see him stabbing at some point in the palm of his hand with his finger, but I can't hear what he says because of the crash of the cold, frothy stream coming down out of the rocks. I can smell the snow in the wind where it blows off the peaks. I can see mole burrows humping along under the grass and buffalo weed. It's a real nice place to stretch your legs and take it easy. 
You forget, if you don't sit down and make the effort to think back. Forget how it was at the old hospital. They didn't have nice places like this on the walls for you to climb into. They didn't have TV or swimming pools or chicken twice a month. They didn't have nothing but walls and chairs. Confinement jackets it took you hours to work out of. They've learned a lot since then. Come a long way, says a fat-faced public relation. They've made life look very pleasant with paint and decoration and chrome bathroom fixtures. A man that would want to run away from a place as nice as this, says a fat-faced public relation. Why, there'd be something wrong with him. Out in the staff room, the visiting authority is hugging his elbows and shivering like he's cold while he answers questions the resident boy asks him. He's thin and meatless, and his clothes flap around his bones. He stands there, hugging his elbows and shivering. Maybe he feels the cold snow wind off the peaks, too. It's getting hard to locate my bed at night. I have to crawl around on my hands and knees, feeling underneath the spring till I find my gob of gum stuck under there. Nobody complains about the fog. I know why now. As bad as it is, you can slip back in it and feel safe. That's what McMurphy can't understand. Us wanting to be safe. Heaps trying to drag us out of the fog, out in the open, where it'd be easy to get at. There's a shipment of frozen parts coming downstairs. Hearts and kidneys and brains and the like. I can hear them rumble into cold storage, down the coal chute. A guy, sitting in a room someplace I can't see, is talking about a guy up undisturbed killing himself. Old Roller. Cut both nuts off and bled to death. Sitting right on the can in the latrine. Half a dozen people in there with him. Didn't know it till he fell off to the floor. Dead. What makes people so impatient is what I can't figure out. All the guy had to do was wait. Thank you so very much for listening. If you enjoyed, please like, comment, share, all that jazz. And if you really enjoyed, do subscribe because there's more to come. And if you're listening on podcast, please leave a review. It is the easiest way to help this show get in front of as many people as possible. And reading them really makes my day. Uh, if you'd like to support the show in a more concrete way, you can join the channel here on YouTube by clicking the link in the description or clicking the join button, which I'll show someplace. Uh, and if you're listening on podcast, you can click in the description. The first link in there should be a link to support me um, on, I think it's Spotify. But it's just sort of like a monthly donation that you can give to me, and it is the easiest way to support me directly. And um, hopefully at some point I'll be able to take ads off of this if there are enough of you. Once again, thank you for listening, and until next time, bye-bye.